Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another edition of the Manham United podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things Manchester United. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United related, please, people. As you can see from the title, Jaden Sancho attracts interest from Juventus. So we'll be discussing that. That'll be the main talking point, plus more. But it is the Tuesday edition of the show. So I'm joined by Mr. Red United TV in the building. Ivorian Spice, what are you telling me, fam? You good? I'm good, man. You know, you know what I mean. Flawless, like a little measly three points from, from a mediocre team. You know, can <laughs> just make things a little bit better. But spiritually blessed as always, man. I'm always good here to chop it up with you on a Tuesday, at four thirty p.m. in the afternoon, bro. Talk everything about Manchester United, and it's and a lovely topic as well. You know, you know, because I'm tired of that guy, innit? All right, we go get lovely we go, topic, we go get but we we'll get to that. But I'm tired yeah, of that definitely guy. Definitely go get to that. Obviously, there's been links. Um, Bruno Fernandez has been rumored. He's been linked to Saudi Arabia. I've seen Casemiro get linked to a move to Saudi Arabia. Also, Ahmad Diallo as well. I've seen him be linked with a move away to Saudi Arabia as well, which did surprise mm. me. Of course, these are not reliable sources, but just rumors that I've seen on Twitter. But before we continue, people, run up the likes, hit that like button. Whether you're watching this live right now, watching this back hit that like button, share across all the socials as well. Please share this across all of the socials. And on top of that, make sure you subscribe to the channel, Sarcasm City TV. Make sure you subscribe to Ivorian's channel as well, at, I, um, at Red United TV. I'm going to drop the link in the title as well. So you just click the link in the title and it opens up a new tab and you can find his channel and all of the socials as well people but you said something actually before we even get to that big up to yeah. stephanie g in the cut big up warrior j as well and like i said again man hit that like button please share across all the socials and subscribe to the channel sarcasm city tv as well but you said something interesting there ivorian in regards to you said you're sick of that guy obviously Jaden Sa sancho attracting interest mm -hmm. from um juventus which mm -hmm. is not a surprise to me in regards to when people were like oh he's not gonna get another club now, all of a sudden, you know, then people are going to be quiet. Like, Jaden Sancho, there's players less talented but who have clubs, who have interest, who will get sold in January, who will get sold in the summer, who will get sold in the following summer. Let's not act. Like, if, if, whether you dislike what Sancho did or didn't do, I mean, what he did, regardless of whether you agree with it or not, let's not act like Jaden Sancho is not a talented football player. But, yeah, go on, Ivory. The floor is yours. Yeah, man, read it today as well. Read it today that um, Juventus from Fabrizio Romano himself, he tweeted out, tweeted yesterday that um, I believe that Juventus have held talks, I think, with Informic, um, held talks with the players as well regarding a deal for him to go to Juventus. But at the same time, it's not a permanent deal from what I'm reading. I'm hearing that they're probably interested in a, in a loan, whereas Manchester United himself most likely favour a permanent transfer because they don't want to see him back. They don't want to loan and then uh, potentially bring him back in the near future. They want to get rid of him. If So if it's a loan that they're offering, but it, it has to be a loan with, a, with an option, no, with a mandatory fee and a mandatory offer to buy, not something that's optional in my opinion because of what's taking place. Reading that news today, I'm not gonna lie to you, flawless. You know, like I said before, I just say to you guys, I'm I'm tired of this 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 Sancho guy, bro. Because at the end of the day, about this interesting take. Go on, go no, I'm on. tired. No, I'm tired of I'm tired of the. I'm just tired of the duff duff moments. I'm tired of the soap opera, you know. Whoop did do that day. It's another international break, and we've been linked. And Manchester United already hitting the, the headlines, you know. You're already telling me, um, Bruno linked to Saudi, Casemiro linked to Saudi. I'm like, wow. 
Wow, wow, wow. But back to the Sancho situation. The reason I'm tired of it is because, of course, I've read about it. I've reported it several times. You've spoken about it several times. You know, it's got to the extent that, like, bro, just, just let it be. Let it happen. Let's just move on from the situation because I mm. want to move on from Jaden Sancho. Let's not be talking about Jaden Sancho, but we have to because there's news on him. The reason why I'm tired of it is because, of course, I back my manager in in his stats, whether people don't or not. And I also support Manchester United. I put Manchester United first. Not I'm not player FC or manager FC or ownership FC. I am Manchester United football club fan, bro. That's who I support. And I don't tolerate any player that tells that behaves in a certain manner and then showcases it online based on what happened between him and the manager. Because at the end of the day, because when you say stuff like you're willing to fight for your position, you'll do anything to, to play for this club and make this club great or whatever he said, because I still got that picture of that of this of the message that he left in and post and what's called pins. He did say he's willing to fight and he'll do anything, you know, to fight for this club. Doing anything to fight for this club means you, you you do anything. Don't just say I'll do anything, and then when they say okay, apologize, you're like, whoa, I don't mean that. It's like saying you're telling your girl that I'll do anything to get you back. When she tells me marry me, you're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Where I did say I'll do anything, but I didn't say I'll marry. You. But no, but you said you'll do anything. Yeah, you get my point. I get the point you're making, but go on. I get the overall point. Don't say stuff to 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 put fans as on your side to say that. Oh, look, 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 look. He may have done this, but he's willing. To fight for his position, he's willing to, mm. to, to play for this club and represent this club because mm -hmm. really and truly, you're not, in my opinion. You know, you're, you're in my opinion, you're not fair enough. You've got treated badly, you're allowed to behave the way you want. You know, I've got no problems with that. But mm. once you behave like that, I see you as I see you differently because you're supposed to be part of the family, and sometimes family members do act up, it's true. You know, and sometimes family members do get cast away and then we don't talk to them for a very long time. And that's the situation that I'm at right now. He, To me, he's, an, he's a castaway member when we actually do need him in this situation because look at us in the position that we have right now with Anthony and the injuries and etc. We actually do need Jaden Sancho, Sancho to be participating in this group. But he's made his decision and he has to sleep with that. And me, the reason why, because the moment he's being punished, and the reason, and the moment is taken forever since September. We're in November. I've wiped my hands. Like I, I actually believe that he's no longer at this club, flawless. I don't talk about Sancho like he plays for Manchester United because the decision has already been made. In January, he will get sold, whether we like it or not. He will be sold based on his behavior as well. You know, unacceptable at times. But then again, I don't blame him. You know, if I get called out. I might have to. I might react. It depends. I on know. I know you well out. enough to know exactly. You would have done the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would have done exactly. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Even though I'm I against it, I would have done exactly. I know thing. That's, this is this is the yeah, fun, yeah, yeah, this, is, this is you know what is crazy. Mm -hmm. This is the funniest thing for people mm -hmm. like Ivorian and others mm -hmm. who I know who I know well enough that if they was in this situation, they would react exactly like Sancho. But they want to criticize Sancho because I know. he's paid. I've heard that. Or he's paid X amount. Some people, you can't pay enough to disrespect. I don't care, like I've said before, whether I'm on 350k a week, mm -hmm. whether I'm on 350 pound a week, whether I'm on three pound 50 a week, whether I'm on three p a week. There's no amount of money that is going to allow you to disrespect me verbally on a public scale Absolutely. worldwide. That's Absolutely. just that's just that's just what it is. People can talk, oh, unprofessionalism, all this one. You're the same people, some of the same people, I should say, in the work office who will take disrespect from your boss because it's your boss. Fuck all that. 
Mm. I've had it out with many bosses. You know what I'm saying? I've said it before. I say it again. Those that know the boondocks, I've had more jobs than Uncle Ruckus. I've done so many different <laughs> things before I got to I've done so many different jobs and I've had it out with so many bosses. Some bosses love me. I'm saying the certain bosses I still have love for to this day. Treat me mm -hmm. with respect. You know what I'm saying? Because you're the boss, you think you're going to talk to me any type of way. Fuck you and fuck this job. You know what I'm saying? There's no amount of money, <laughs> but that's just me. But yeah, go on. Yeah, so it, again, like he, he was going to get sold. And then let's be real. It's not like Jaden Sancho, in our opinion, me and Flora said it. We 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 got this Paul Pogba vibe when it came to Jadon Sancho. Just thinking that now nah, it's not not with Manchester United. He can't do it at this club. You know, it's never going to work out yeah. because we're in the first season. We saw it coming. The script was coming that it was never going to work out. But the manner and the fashion it, it ended in is not what you wanted to see. You know, you wanted to see the player play until the end of the season and then part ways, not have an argument. You know, and then become something like um, internal matter and he's disciplined for it. And he ends up leaving at that. That's that's not what we want to see. We don't want to see that Roy Keane situation. We want to see players leave on good notes, you know, good merits. You know, if they have to go, they have to go, but not this way, you know. And I always say this because I Sancho is 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 that someone that I probably would probably get along with. I'm not gonna lie to you. I see myself in Sancho as well, just like the way I saw myself in Marcus Rashford, and I can relate with Paul Pogba and etc. So it hurts, you know, because just like me and you and other fans, we truly believed that Sancho was going to be the one as well at our football club. You know, oh, yeah, deliver absolutely. as well. Great, turn into some world-class player, a world beater. Maybe in future, we, we even thought that maybe in future will be one of the first English players in a long time to probably step up for a Ballon d'Or award because of the, the level of talent that he had. We believed he can go further than Manchester United. We was believing that this guy could end up at Barcelona or Real Madrid before he ended up at Manchester United doing spectacular things. But so far, it didn't... It, it didn't pan out to be like that. So that's why I'm a bit upset of how it ended with Sancho. Yeah, it, it, it's one of, it is one of them. Big up to Corey B. I see you, Warrior J, again. Big up to Chloe in the chat also as well. Sheik, my guy, good to see you in the chat. And he says, we've asked to move Sancho since when, Flawless? LOL. Just happy yeah. he can play somewhere mm -hmm. else, hopefully mm -hmm. to revive his career. And you mentioned the Duff Duff moments. That's just mm -hmm. typical of Manchester United because this shouldn't have happened. And when I say this shouldn't have happened, I'm talking about this scenario and the whole mm. issue with Ten Hag and Sancho should not have been able to happen because Sancho should have not been here. And don't get this mistaken, people. This is not me saying that Sancho was not a good footballer because I think he's supremely talented. It was never going to work here. The way the manager's trying to play, the players the manager brought in, he's clearly out of favour. It's clearly out of favour. And we've seen that at the start of the season. We've seen Hoyland, Martial and Rashford all start ahead of him as a nine. Bear in mind, he played false nine in pre-season. Left-hand side, he's got Rashford. He's got Ganacho. Right-hand side, he's got Anthony. He's got Palestri. He's got Bruno he played out there. Where was Sancho going to play? So all this... No and you know what's crazy? This also adds to the... There's so much nonsense that gets said because people want to make excuses. And this is a prime example of it. One, that Sancho wouldn't get a move. I've seen people trying to run that and going overboard. Separate the two. Because every time I talk about Sancho, every single time I've spoken about Sancho on this channel, and it'll probably happen today during this show, and you lot remember this moment, I'll be talking about the situation between him and Ten Hag, and people will mention his performances on the pitch. Bear in mind, I've not said anything about his performances on the pitch. It has nothing to do with his performances on the pitch when I'm talking about the situation between mm -hmm. him and Ten Hag. Zero. And secondly, it dispels this myth that Manchester United can't get rid of players because they're on big money. 
nonsense. Does it make it tougher to get rid of players? Absolutely. Makes it, yeah, it makes it tougher to get rid of players, without doubt. But you're seeing it here that Juventus reportedly want Manchester United to pay X amount of the wages of the loan deal. Manchester United prefer, um, um, prefer a permanent deal like Ivorian mentioned. But let's dispel this myth. If you want to get rid of a player, you can get rid of a player. Of yeah, course, absolutely. certain certain factors make it much tougher, yes. But it's not people make out like it's impossible. Nonsense. It is nonsense. Yeah, you, you look at you look at Eden Hazard, for example, the way Real Madrid just said, you know what, we're gonna tear up the contract yeah. and get rid of you, you know. If uh, look at Obama Yang with Arsenal in that kind of situation, it wasn't a huge amount of money, and Ozu as well, huge amount of money. They found a way if they can get rid of him. You all watched the Arsenal documentary. Eddie was like, you know what? If this is the way, we got to go to can cancel. We're gonna call up the lawyers and see what we can do. You know, if if Manchester United really truly wanted to be ruthless and get rid of players, money shouldn't be an, an issue. You know what? Let's call the let's call the lawyers. Give us our options of how we can terminate this contract or go. Um, agree a mutual termination they could have done that with Sancho a while back you know they could have done that with Harry Maguire like certain players a while back during the summer you know you don't have to keep them because why wow, you you want a thief in return this is Manchester United supposed to be one of the richest club in the world but Facts. it doesn't behave like that so money shouldn't be an issue yeah and big up to my guy Steve been a member of the channel for 13 months if you want to join the membership links in the pin comment big up to you Steve real one big up to you know we always got these people see Sarcasm City TV the best you know why because we always we constantly have less like legends in the chat we have goats in the chat big up to Saeed every single time go subscribe to Saeed TV he says big up brothers in the chat Saeed hope you're yes, blessed Saeed. and everything you look man all the time look man you would have thought like you just, like, just in the chat and Saeed pops up I'm saying, don't say that we don't treat you well here at Sarcasm City TV. Continue to run up the likes, people. Please continue to run up the likes. Get us up to 20 likes. Continue to share across all the socials. Follow at Sarcasm City TV across all socials. Retweet and like from the Twitter, please. Share from the Instagram. At That's Me Flawless. That's my account. And of course, at Sarcasm City TV as well. Hit the subscribe button. But yeah, with, with it, it's not a surprise. Back to it. In regards to Jaden Sancho attracting interest, people made out like this guy was just an awful player. People made out like he's in terms of someone already mentioned in the chat his age. Like I think he's twenty three. He's at the yeah. age where he can improve. He's not the finished article yet. That's not me saying he definitely. Well, I'm saying he can. People acted like he's thirty five. I was saying people acted like he's thirty five over the hill and his best days are behind him. Like he's twenty three years old and is still a talented footballer. Don't let mm -hmm. the fact that you don't like how he dealt with the situation with Ten Hag cloud that judgment. And this is me, and this is me saying this, who said all summer long, sell Jaden Sancho. It's not going to work here. He is not a modern day Premier League winger. If he's going to mm -hmm. be successful to me in the Premier League, he has to play centrally. From when we signed Hoyland, from when we signed Mount, he was never going to play centrally because you got Mount, you have Bruno, you have Hoyland. They're Ten Hag's guys. Hey, Mount ain't even his guy like that. But Bruno and Hoyland are definitely his guys that are going to play regardless. So he wasn't going to play centrally. And I already mentioned the other players who we've seen play as striker. We've seen Martial and Rashford, both players strikers ahead. Like, what are we doing here? And Warrior J says, and you lot continue to get your questions in as well. Um, Saudi Arabia is another possibility in January and next summer. Although Sancho would prefer to stay in Europe at this stage of his career, if possible. That's from a Chris Wheel Chris. Chris Wheeler DM and Sammy uh, Mockbell 81 as well. And I know Chris Wheeler is normally fairly reliable, but yeah, it makes sense him wanting to stay in Europe. 
whether mm-hmm. it is Borussia Dortmund, whether it is Juventus or whether it's someone else. I say it again, people talking like he wasn't going to get another club. That's the craziest part. People acted mm-hmm. like we've seen, I say this again, people would not even half the talent Jaden Sancho has getting, getting moves to other clubs. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's attracting interest. Hopefully the deal gets sorted out. But the, the only thing I can say for this, what scares me about Jaden Sancho and his future mm-hmm. is is the fact that um from every club, the club he's been at from Man City to Dortmund mm-hmm. to Manchester United, even to the English squad, there's always been problems and issues that's been documented. And 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 it seems to be most likely they lean towards the attitude problem and then the player's commitment of actually taking this game seriously as well in terms of his career. And I look at him and I think Jaden Sancho don't end up being a rather Morrison, you know, because I see him playing whatever, doing these things privately, chilling with the Harlem Spartan man, then back in Kennington and all that kind of stuff. Don't lose track Harlem of your talent. I know, man knows about them here, Harlem Spartan. That's the man, that's where he's from. That's where he's from in Oval. So that's, that's, oh, the, rep- that's, the, that's the hood he represents, yeah? But don't lose, don't lose the sidetrack because when you're a professional football and you've made it and you come out the hood, yeah, just stay focused because I don't want it to be in a situation where you're sidetracked and you you allow your attitude problem to take over your career. And if it's a problem with whether you're attending training late consistently, you're not, an addre- you're not addressing it or, or or just not coming to meetings on time because that's what's been the problems in previous clubs, you know. I just hope that he can just learn from the situation at Manchester United again and from his previous past year and just stay focused, man. You're a professional footballer player. Don't get distracted, you know. If you want to be the best, don't get distracted. Remain focused and focus on your game and nothing else and block out everything. Because I feel like the guy takes everything too in and just, you know, unable to handle it. Like, for example, if I criticise you, you get too upset, you know. Sometimes you just have to be a be a man and take things. But we don't know that in regards to we don't we're not sure about that in regards to him with criticism. There's nothing that said about his criticism apart from ten ten hard. Yeah, no, but I I remember um um, I remember um Dortmund as well when they criticized him. A part of his members from his entourage didn't like it and they came at him and. Again, wait, what did they say? Wait, wait, wait. Who criticized him? Who was it? Dortmund, they either criticized him being um, not playing a certain game because he was late or uh, etc. or not training too well, and then they didn't like it. Yeah, but it would people need to understand the football need to understand when you're in a professional sport, it always comes with criticism and praise, you know, mm-hmm. negative or positive. It's your job to take it in. And turn it into a positive when it's a negative, you know. You look at the big players, you know, they don't let what comes up from the outside affect them, you know, they focus on their game. And that's one thing I've noticed about Sancho. You like, don't don't let people affect your mindset, you know. Um, just focus on your game. And I just hope he doesn't repeat himself. If he happens to go to Juventus, shine, please shine. Because I believe in this guy. Mm. The talent is there, but again, we've seen the same talent with Ravel Morrison and they died. Like he was super yeah, talented, talent, but the thing is, he's had the, the thing he has over Ravel Morrison mm-hmm. is he's had success somewhere already. Absolutely, like he's, he's moved to Dortmund. He's, yeah, he's, he's had it. success mm-hmm. like at Dortmund, only in the actual Bundesliga, but also mm-hmm. in Europe as well. So that's but why again, I don't think there'll be any issues. But, but again, we've seen super talented players at his age take the wrong path and fall off. Yeah, that's true. Bit. I think, but I think to to from I'm the outside looking in, that. he seems to have his head screwed on. He seems to, but we, we will see. And the best thing for all parties involved, including Manchester United, is to move him on. Like, 100%. Like, that's it. 
let's um and just quickly as well again you lot continue to get your questions in and steve made a point in regards mm-hmm. to let me get to it hold up wait trying to find it uh Jaden sancho should stay far away from juventus allegri plays 5-3-2 where the hell does he fit in that team absolutely nowhere now nah, that's not the case you easily you can easily play him in the front two and play him off the striker obviously yeah you could easily play him in a, if you're playing 5-3-2 that actually suits him like I said, him playing centrally. So from a 5-3-2 perspective, you can play him off the striker as part of the two. Or if it's 5-3-2, say you have two sixes. Or, yeah, say you have two sixes in the midfield, he can play as a 10 behind two strikers. So you can fit in. 5-3-2 is flexible. If you are a 10, yeah, because that's what I class That's what I actually think his best position is. You'll be fine. That don't mean he can't play out wide people elsewhere. But I'm just using this as an example because Steve says, where does he fit in? So off the striker or in the midfield, either or he'll be fine. I think so anyway. That's but I don't watch Juventus like that. But if that's the formation, I don't think there'll be any issues whatsoever. Warrior J goes on to say, let's get to this. Um Saudi Arabia is another possibility for January and next summer, although Sancho would prefer to stay. Oh no, I got to that one. Not that mm-hmm. one. There's another one. Here it is. Juventus are ready to offer Jaden Sancho an escape route from Manchester United in January. Representatives from Juventus were in the UK last week and made contact with United over the possibility of a loan move for Sancho in January. Borussia Dortmund are also considering a move to bring Dortmund back. So that's two teams right there. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine. No, yes, he's definitely going to have suitors. He's definitely he going to have suitors, flawless. Man. Didn't Sancho play in a striker position during the preseason? Yes, Warrior J, he played as the false nine. And then we never see that again. And question for you guys from Sheik. Don't you think they would do a swap deal, but any players from Juventus you'd want to do a swap for? I'll let you answer that first. I will. Vlahovic, bro. They're striker, bro. You want Vlahovic? Yeah. We need we need a, a ready-made striker, number nine, ready to score goals. Yeah, because Hoyland as well is not ready and ready to actually lead Manchester United as the number one striker. So you got to go for someone that can fit into your team. Now, I don't know why you looked at me like that, but I want to know who would you have swapped or done a deal with? And I'm just tired of, the, of, of, of non-athletic players, man. We got enough of them. We don't need another uh, well, one. Valovich is, 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 is athletic he's, enough. He's no, strong no, no, no. He's, he's, he's strong, but he ain't athletic. He's slow. He ain't quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Yes, he's oh, strong. Who? He's strong. I'm trying to think. Is there anyone? Let me have a look at Juventus' team. I don't think there's anyone. When she asked the question, I'm yes, like, is a good option. Their winger. Let me have a look. I don't even know that if I know their players like that. Let me just have a look at their squad. Let me just pull up... Uh, they beat Milan. But, but from Richard, Archer, do you need raw pace for Manchester United as a striker yes. to, uh, from, to succeed? You need you need no? pace. You need pace everywhere, pretty much. Bro. As a striker, yeah, as a striker. Name a name a slow striker that's successful in the Premier League. Um, well, Ronaldo wasn't quick, and he did his team. No, 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 no. Right now, fam, don't tell right me about now, just, like right now. Let me think. Right now, who's scoring goals? Who's oh, bagging goals? Who's not? Who's not athletic? Yeah, he's athletic. Athletic, quick. They're either quick, Almost. athletic, or both. Harlan's a quick, strong, powerful man. Yes. Who else is another top striker in the Premier League that's doing their thing? That See? happens to have no pace. There's not one. No, nah, I can't pick up one right now. But again, but his pace is necessary because yes. reading, being able to read the game and be in the right position. Harry Kane is not that quick, but he's not with us right now. Yeah, Corey, be here an yeah. exception to the rule and he's in the yeah. Bundesliga. So I'm saying in the Premier League. Position, Harry Kane an exception right. to the rule. Yeah, but like I said before, as a striker, if decent pace with excellent understanding of the game and excellent understanding of being in the right position, you can bang. Yes or no? Like I said, I'm tired of these non-athletic. Our team's non-athletic enough as it is. Why are we adding to that? 
It's <laughs> a pace and power game. Is the athlete's yeah, game, and we want to add Vlahov. Is he I, strong? Yes. I, is he I know. running away from nobody? No. Well, like I said, I name, name the strikers in the prep. You, you want frightening, even a, devastating it's, pace it's on the question of what I want. Team. I no, know. It's like, no, no, no. It's mm. not even a question of what I want. Look at what is successful in the Premier League. Name someone of Vlahovic's stature who is successful in the Premier League. Did you see? There's no response here. This is you my know what point. that means. Yeah, my point. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are bring. We want to bring him to Manchester United. Nah, I'm just saying. Callum, Wilson, Callum Wilson's athletic. Don't do that, Steve. Callum Wilson's athletic. Callum Wilson is much more athletic than Vlahovic. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. And he's quicker than Vlahovic. He's a better athlete. What are we talking about? Was Mitrovic quick? No, Mitrovic. Nah, Mitrovic wasn't. I mean, how long did it take Mitrovic to be successful? It took him years. It took this him Newcastle point. all the way up, all the way up to Fulham yeah, and then we, come back. Relegation about, and come back and then finally able people to don't do it. Like well, that was it last season. People, people want technical ballers and, and I hear this. I want my, don't get mistaken, I want my players to have technical ability, but it has to mm-hmm. be both. It has to mm-hmm. be coupled. Otherwise, you're just out here dying like Jal Felix. We watched him come to the Premier League and die. And he's super talented. Mm-hmm. But watching Jaden Sancho struggle, super talented. A lot of people don't realize that, yo, you have to be athletic. Mm-hmm. I'm saying. Corey B says, Evan Ferguson, how, how many goals has he got? Let me have a look. Mm-hmm. People, let me have a look. I know he's been injured as well. Because that's why Brighton haven't done it, haven't won since September. Hold up. I know, I think he's currently injured. Bear with me. Hold mm-hmm. up. Let me have a look. Because Brighton are struggling. So he's done decent. He's probably an exception to the rule. He's five and ten. That's a good return. Mm-hmm. Evan Ferguson. Is, is he quick that's a good return? A decent pace. Nah, he's, de- nah, he's decent. Mm-hmm. Evan Ferguson, exception to the rule. And I wouldn't take Evan Ferguson at Manchester United. Not yet. Nah, not he's yet. 19 years old. Not yet. No. I love the fact that people want to gas him up, but not yet, man. I think we do it too early, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know because he's British, isn't it? They, they love to just gas up a player like that. And because he's good. But he hardly starts. He's just in and out of the team, so let's just. Uh, no, I think wait. he's. Been, I think he's injured now. But the chat will let me know. Yeah, I think at the start of the season he was in and out. Him and him and Jao Pedro was making changes of who's starting up front and another striker as well. So we'll see in it. But I think it's too early to be saying that. Yeah, Evan Ferguson in the near future, maybe two, three mm-hmm. years later on, what he develops into, then that's a player that we should look into. But as of now, no. Yeah, that's it. No. And yeah, I just look through their team sheet. There's no from the players I know. There's no one I take from Juventus dancing. Well, even the winger Chase, Chase, whatever his name is, Who? Federico Chase. Oh, you talking about? Oh, you talking about? How you pronounce? Whatever you know, however you pronounce. It's Chiesa, fam, man. It's Chiesa. Oh, fam. Yeah, man, I had to, innit? it? It's Live. How you not be, you not be able to, 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 to pronounce Chiesa, man? You better than that. You know I'm, I'm better than that. But... Yes, you better than that, because I've heard you remember, pronounce Chiesa's name before. Remember, English was not my that. first language, bro. French oh, yeah. was. I like that. I had to learn word. English. You know? I mean, that's a good That's a good. <laughs> it's my accent. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's my point is, yeah, I wouldn't take Vlahovic. No, I didn't want him in the summer. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't want him in. The, I'm I'm good, man. I'm tired, people. These non-athletic dons. That's our team. I see Mount and Bruno in the same midfield. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my. And Eddie said it on the watch along. This is just the most unathletic midfield ever. Athletes, man. As good, yes, it needs to be coupled with technical ability. But when you mm-hmm. look at the best players in the league, in particular attacking players, they all are athletic. They're either athletic, quick, or both. Mm-hmm. Why can't we do the same? That's all Sar is at um say at, um Spurs. Mm-hmm. He's he's strong, he's athletic, he's quick, 
and he's t- he's technically decent. He's not brilliant on the ball, but he's enough because it's because he can get around the pitch. Whereas we can't. Yeah, Warrior J, I'm tired, man, of these players. That's why I don't want Vlah. Imagine that Bruno Martin Vlahovic as our front three. <laughs> but uh, Vlahovic will probably score goals, do well as well at Manchester United, regardless whether he doesn't have the devastating pace that we want. I still believe he can do a thing at Manchester United. He's he's a good talent. And to, to Paul notes, who says pace and power is one thing, but your team has to play that way also to highlight the positives. But I do think football IQ is more of an essential necessity. A smart striker will score. Jao Felix is a smart player. Why did he not score? Jao yeah. Felix is super intelligent, even though he's more of a 10. And to, to go on to it, why didn't he get assists? Like, you need both. Like, let's stop this. Let's stop acting like pace and power is not a necessity. We had to go all the way to a team who hasn't won in two months in Evan Ferguson to bring one up. You need both. Vlahovic doesn't contain both. I don't know why this is a debate. He don't. Like, bring me both. I need to reiterate that. It's not just pace and power. It's pace, power, athleticism, and technical ability, which ties into, of course, football IQ is... Um, that's, a, that's, that's obvious. I'm saying we don't have a team. Remember, I said the mm-hmm. team to complement. Yeah, but that adds into it. If you just have players out there with no pace and power, with um, you're not gonna have, you're not gonna succeed. There ain't one. Name a team that succeeds at the highest level in the Premier League without pace and power. Who's the not last non-pace? And, who's the, who, that's that, that's always been the case. It's not just football in IQ. You need that. Whether it's even look at Leicester side. Look at Leicester. Leicester side is a prime example. They have pace and power in their team when they won the league. Every team has won it. Corey B says, would you take Bernardo Silva and Rodri out of the eye flawless? Absolutely. Absolutely. Goddamnly. Yes. But the bar's on the floor. So, and that's not a shot at them because I rate Bernardo. I think Bernardo Silva is ridiculous. Mm. I think he's a ridiculous player. And what he has as well, even though he's not the most, um, even though he's not pace and power, and he's not athletic. What he has is great balance. Has supreme balance and is mobile. Rodri's just quality. Even though that's not my type of DM. And you see it when he's more exposed. Look at the game they played against Chelsea. If that was Casemiro, what would people be saying? I'm saying. Like, what would people be saying? If we would have had that same game against Chelsea and drew 4-4 and Casemiro looked how Rodri looked, what would people be saying? Just to clarify yeah, of course, Polo notes. Yeah, it is a yeah. Of course, it adds into it, but that's a non-negotiable. Of course, you need football in IQ. That's a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. They are slow and not athletic, but technically gifted. Balance. That's what them man have. Bernardo Silva's mobile as well. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the way he turned Caicedo. None of our midfielders can do that. That's balance. That's being mobile, more balanced though. That's why. That adds Honestly, into it again, but that comes back to physical attributes. If you have great balance, cool. That's why Mares was so successful here. Because Mares had supreme, he wasn't pace and power, but he had exceptional balance and he was mobile. Mm. So if you're not pace and power, let me add to this, people, because this is always a learning curve. Be mobile, have balance. And that's one thing Bernardo Silva has. So he's an exception. Again, no, he's not an exception to the rule because he has, you need physical attributes. That's why I should say. Have I'm to sorry. have physical attributes mm-hmm. and balance add into that. 
Bayern and let's not act like Bernardo Silva don't have um, physical attributes. You see him winning duels, bruv. It was a moment where he was playing holding midfielder for Man City in a, in that system that Pep was playing like three, three at the back, two, five, one or whatever he was doing, you know, and then Bernardo Silva was playing a holding role and just dictating from, from deep and challenging, intercepting all sorts. You even saw it against um, Chelsea on the weekend. Exceptional football player, you know, both either foot, left or right, just the balance is there and the strength as well. So if people look at Man City like they're not full of physical players, I, I, don't, I don't think they've seen their team because from the back all the way to the mid, from the back to the midfield, physicality with technical ability, pace, mm-hmm. and physical. Clever, That's clever. what I need to start saying rather mm-hmm. than pace and power. I just need to say physical because attributes, you, but go on, carry on. But you look at a pep team mostly, if you look at mm-hmm. Boston as an exception where they had players who were not physical, but because they knew how to keep the ball and they, they knew how to intercept and press really well, they will get stuck in. But this Man City team, you look at the back, full of height, Full of strength, mm-hmm. physical, physicality, physicality, yeah, technical ability. All of them have it from 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 mm-hmm. um, Ruben Garcia to uh, Akanji. You look at um, Stones. You look at Guardiola as well. Another one, strong, quick. Every got everything to his game. Kyle Walker, not a joke, man. Rodri, tall, strong, and everything. Of the mm-hmm. only person that I will say that are quite diminutive, that's got the balance and they're quick, or the the players that fold in. The players that have yep. Bernardo Silva, but they can still hold their game. Well, you know? but again, that comes down. That's a fit, but people mm-hmm. don't people don't associate that mm-hmm. with a physical attribute. But it mm-hmm. is balance is a physical attribute. Mm-hmm. So that ties in. You, so you I can't need to stop saying base and power. Say, yeah, that's physical. You, you like I physical. said, someone who's someone who don't have like that turn that Bernardo mm-hmm. Silva did to mm-hmm. Caicedo was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. If you don't have great balance, you cannot do that. None of our midfielders can do that. Ain't one of our midfielders that can do that. That types no, into but, physical attributes. Nobody, but people don't associate people don't associate balance with physical, but it is a physical attribute. Tashiku said we've had strikers in the past that haven't been pacing power though, flawless that have done well. I wouldn't say they were world class though. The only one that was successful here that wasn't pace and power was Robin Van Persie. And it ties in very much like Bernardo Silva. Phenomenal, phenomenal balance. Van Nistelrooy, you could add in, but we saw yeah, him and got Z- out. Zlatan did well for his first season at Manchester United. Yeah, cool, but why did we win? No, no, no I'm just, just saying, just, just another example of a striker. No, we're talking the creme, we're talking the creme de la creme. Like, that's creme where it creme. stems from. We're talking mm-hmm. about going to compete for major honours. We didn't compete for major honours with Zlatan. That's no, not all on Zlatan, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying it is. Yeah, Berbatov's a shout, but what did we surround mm-hmm. Berbatov with? Pace. Tevez, Rooney, Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. And Elite we players. have to go back to 2008. We're now in 2023. Where the game has shifted even more towards a physical game. The Premier League was always physical. Now it's even more physical. Because mm-hmm. we have to go back. We're talking Berbatov 2008. We're talking mm-hmm. Van Persie 2013. So we're talking 10 years ago plus more mm-hmm. to go back. Look at City. Like I said, physical attributes. I, I need to stop saying pace and power. I say physical <laughs> attributes. You're not going to have that. And yeah, there'll be the occasional player that's in a side that's not that, like a Rodri. That's probably it, I see. All the others have some form of physical attributes. When you look at their entire team from the defence all the way through to their attacking players. At least, and like I said, let me repeat this, balance is a physical attribute, people. Yeah, physical is a better description. Kane is a perfect example. Yeah, and even they he, even they didn't win nothing. 
People will argue they're better without him. Uncomfortable conversations, though. <laughs> Just saying. People have said they look better than I, but that's a conversation for Spurs fans to have. Mm -hmm. Hey, but continue to run up the likes, people. Girls up to 20 likes. Girls up to 20 likes. Hit the subscribe button. Only asking for two more subscribers. Get us to 8,625. And that being said, we're back on the Twitch as well, people. We are back on the Twitch. So all the content that was on the Sarcasm City TV kick is on the Twitch. Um, you know what I'm going to do today? Actually, I'll run a fan calling show on the Twitch for you lot. That's what I'm going to do. I run a fan calling show. So for those that are asking fan calling show on the Twitch today, um, what time, what time? 7 p.m. We're on 7 p.m. So I'm going to do that. We back on the Twitch. And yeah, even if I'm a, I'm a FM baby too. So balance is on the physical category in the FM mm -hmm. game. People don't, because people don't associate balance with physical um, with with the physical side of the game, same way when people think technical, they don't think mm -hmm. tackling. Tackling is a technical attribute, but as soon as someone hears technical, they think on the ball. No, there's mm -hmm. a technique to tackling. Look at Jez pop up as soon as someone. Says no, no, someone said FM. Jeez, I hope you guys got the new one as well. Shout out to Jez, and I seen something as well. It was a club. Was it a non-league club? I don't even know if it's true. I didn't read it. I think I seen it on the Instagram saying that. Um, if you're good at FM, basically they're looking to hire someone for their club and it's if they're good at football manager. I was like, yo, Jez, your time. Hey. Jez, your time. Hey, well, esport, is, is it an esport thing or just someone to nah, work I with? I can't remember. I can't, I, nah, it's actual club, but I didn't actually read it. Yeah, see, Jez knew. He said, look, I'm literally on it right now. And he said, yeah, Bromley. So Bromley yeah. are looking to hire someone at their actual club off based off their FM resume. If that was me back in when I was playing 07, I would have got mm -hmm. that job. I was different, bro. Different. Oh, football manager 2000. It's my favorite football manager, people. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you lot continue to get your questions in. Please keep them Manchester United related. Uh, make sure you subscribe to Ivorian's channel, Red United TV. The link is in the title. So you click the link, it opens up a new tab. You can subscribe to his channel. It's also underneath in the description. It's also on the featured channel page as well. And it's underneath in the description of every live stream. Not just the one Ivorian, not just the Man United Ivorians on every live stream. His channel is underneath in the description. But let's, um, we've discussed the Jane and Sancho thing. Let's mm -hmm. switch, let's, let's switch lanes. Bruno Fernandes. Reports coming out as much as, I don't know if it's a hundred million pounds. <laughs> I, I read a hundred. I read a hundred. I don't know if it's a hundred million pounds or it's a hundred million euros, but we're saying a hundred million is being thrown around. It's not, I've not seen any reliable source say it, but let's talk about it hypothetically like it's true. Ivorian, let's say it's January or the summer, Saudi Arabian club comes in for Bruno Fernandes, who will be turning 30 was... next year, mm -hmm. um, at the start of next season. Would you sell him? Would you not? Yeah. What are you saying? Let's say January. Would I'm you sell him in January? January depends on who we can bring in in January. And I would say, yeah, but it's a bit too soon. And I would say the summer, because then we can plan for that properly. Knowing Manchester United, they've not prepared to sell a Bruno in January because, look, we don't even know what the ownership situation is. We don't even know who's on our next CEO is going to be, our director of football. So that would be too soon. So I would go with the summer because, of course, we need all our players. But definitely I will sell him. Flawless, without a doubt. You know so what you, I've always so said? So, so, and so in January, you're 50-50. What about the summer? Yeah. The summer, 120% flawless, I'll be selling him, you know. I've said it before. I've campaigned. I've posted clips and videos telling that we would never amount to anything serious. You know, anything serious, you know, we can mount to something, but anything serious. When I mean serious, title challenges, title winners, European 
challengers and European winners, yeah, with Bruno Fernandes and Marcus Rashford leading up leading the line we will never do that because why because in key games yeah yeah when you need your best players to show themselves bruno goes missing we play wells wild with bruno bro we're trying to look at the picture to find where bruno is and we never find him in the big games missing and we don't need players like that we need players who can show themselves flawless in the big games and not just not just big game general in football in 90 minutes keep the ball retain it recycle it you know um, what's it called? Dominate, dictate. You know, we've never watched a game where for 90 minutes it's been Bruno dictated that game and controlled that game like he's supposed to be as a real playmaker or number 10 that he is, you know. He ain't, which, which he isn't. He isn't. But yeah, I was selling, man. I've got no time for players like that, you know, because I'm serious. I want Manchester United to be great again. And I know we can never be great with players Make like Manchester Bruno. United great again. Mm-hmm. Make Manchester that's my campaign, that's my political campaign. Make Manchester United great again because Ronaldo tried to do that and he just bailed out. Yeah, dropped the ship real no, quick. No, 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 let's not let's not let's not do that. No, no, he wanted no, no, to no. do that when it didn't suit when it suited him because he was here for a year and kept his mouth shut. He didn't uh, say nothing. Yeah, I know, I know, nothing. I know, I know. But no, no, definitely get rid of Bruno, man. I would get rid of him, man. I'm not trying to be um, malicious or rude or anything or disrespectful or not acknowledge or discredit what he's done for this club. But let's be real. What has that achieved? What he's done for this club, this wonderful GA, like that's that seems fraudulent because when you watch this guy play, you wouldn't believe he has this amount of GAs to him because it's not the same player. Yeah, no, it's true, flawless, bro. That's why I call him really? Hush Puppy's cousin, bro. Mr. 419, you know, Yahoo boy, Bruno is, you know, a, a top scammer because he's fooled a lot of people. He scammed a lot of play, a lot of Manchester United fans. Now they're seeing the, the light, they're seeing the truth that this guy isn't who we think we are, you know, who, who we think he is, because he's not, you know. Big games, normal games, your 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 what's it called flat track bully when it comes to those Lutons, when it comes to those Southamptons, you know, when it comes to those, you know, the small teams, you know, bottom of the league team. But when it comes to mid-table and top echelons teams. You're, you're never showing yourself. So we can't have a player like that. And if we imagine that one to truly get themselves to that level, you need to sign players who are consistent from, from zero to 90 minutes. Game in, game out. Like every game, pulling out a seven out of five. Once in a while, in a blue I moon, a six. Seven out of five. Seven out of ten, sorry. That's I, wish, I, wish, I wish they could pull a seven. Yeah, from that, that's, that's exceptional. That's exceptional. Yeah, that'd be exceptional. Beyond, then we wouldn't be here, beyond, we wouldn't be here criticizing, mm, you know I'm saying, if these man could pull seven out of five. Mm, if a man can, like that can pull seven, we want to play that can pull a seven out of ten. And once in a blue moon, maybe a six out of ten because it's, mm. been, it's a tough game. But Bruno Fernandez, every game, I'm giving him a five, a six. But no more than a five or a six. All the time, so yeah, I was selling, bro. Yeah, and, in a and shout out and shout out to Abs getting mad. Mm-hmm. I know they say, I know some people say, all oh, niggas look alike. You know what I'm saying? But we don't. Well, salute to my my brother Rance. My name's Flawless. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, so I love that. So I don't know if that's purposeful or it's not. But shout out to my guy Rance. You know what I'm saying? That's bro. That's family for life. Mm-hmm. But yes, wrong, wrong stream. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, if you're going <laughs> to criticize me for certain, I'm going to say, please at least call me by the name Thank I you. am. Please, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? If you really mm-hmm. want to, you can call me Carlos. That's absolutely fine as well, Abs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? I've been called a lot worse. But if you're going to, you know, like I said in it, like I know some people say, oh, niggas look alike, but mm-hmm. we don't. 
just just to clarify, okay. I'm saying mm -hmm. you've heard Ivorian say flawless multiple mm -hmm. times. People in mm -hmm. the chat say flawless multiple times. But hey, you know, hey, salute to you, Abs. Bigger, bigger. I, bigger I don't even you. think he read the banner. The banner <laughs> even says flawless. Hey, yeah, yeah, read yeah, the yeah. banner across, going along the bottom there, people. Uh, the bottom and right underneath his mic, it says, "That's me, flawless." How are you going? Nah, you're doing it on purpose. And he's not new for here. Attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's man, looking he's for attention, him, man. Yeah, 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 that's what it is. He's looking for attention, man. But cool. You know what I'm saying? Chelsea fan wants to defend Ronaldo, but here we are. Make that make sense. <laughs> um, big up to my guy Eddie in the chat as well. Large up Eddie in the chat. Let's see what else you are saying as well. Oh, yeah. And back to the, the question I asked yeah. Ivorian. I'm selling Bruno today. What are we talking about? <laughs> well, deal uh, with every, 100 million. 100 million is a lot, though. 100 million. Mm -hmm. Buy. I'm saying I will pack his bags for him and pay his Uber to the airport. Hundred million people have heard me talk on this team. Get rid of everybody, and Bruno's head honcho. Prime example of what's a what is him being a problem at this football club because people say it all the time, "Oh well, Bruno's one of your best players." Yes, that's why we've been shit for so long. The fact that that's the bar, you know what I'm saying? The fact that he is one of our better players, which I actually agree with. He hasn't been one of our better players yep. Yep. while he's been here. He has put up uh, goals and assists. He is our captain. And this is why we've been awful for so long. Stop looking at the average mediocre players. What are the, what are the level of your best players? That will give you an indication of where you're going. Because nowhere should I be criticizing a Bruno. And then mm -hmm. someone says, well, he's one of your best players. Yes. And this is why we've done nothing of note. What have we done since he's been here? And the people will say, well, the team's been bad. Is he not a part of the team? So when the team play well, he gets credit. I guess mm -hmm. the vast majority of the credit. But then when the team poor, everybody's terrible around him. You just stop. But yes, I'm selling him. What are we talking about? I'm selling him for half that. 100 million. I don't know if it's euros or pounds, but I'm selling him. Bye, Saudi, please. I need this deal to go through. I need this deal to go. Yes, Polo notes. Bye. You know what I'm saying? Wave him off on the plane myself. Buying some whatever he wants at the airport is is gone. I'm tired of these man. Nah, we, no, we flawless. We can't sell him for half, man. We have to sell him for hundred million. We don't have to show them the video clips of him playing. Just show him his stats. Don't look at the video. Look at his stats. Hundred million, right? Because that's the only way we'll con people to sell him for hundred million. You know what I mean, flawless? Because if they show, if you show them the videos, they're not buying him. Full okay. ninety minutes clips. Is it euros, Daniel? Big up, whatever it is. I don't care if it's euros, if it's pounds, if it's yen, if it's dirhams, if it's monopoly money, if it's Wakandan dollars. <laughs> get him gone. And again, this is just not just him. This is everybody. I'm taking 100 million for anybody at this point. I'm tired. Said this, I'm tired. I'm done. Starlord says 100 million. Even I'm selling. That tells you, and he the Bruno stand. Mm -hmm. And he the Bruno stand. And he's saying, yeah, 100 million. I'm saying half that. They offered, they pulled up with 30 million. Bye. Bye. You know what I'm saying? Good to go. It's time to move on. And um, big up to Eddie as well. I wanted to get to something as well. I don't even know. What, what is this? He says, I'm not even a fan of the Casemiro news. This rebuild seems like a money-saving opportunity. Is it you talking about Eddie? I'm guessing that he's also been linked to Saudi. Because I've seen Casemiro. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Bruno. And I've seen, the, surprisingly, Diallo, who is still injured. What was his injury? Hopefully he can get back fit and playing anyway. I don't anyway. know. Because I, I, I want to see Diallo actually get a run in the side just to see what he can do. That's it. Just to see what he can do. Big up Dan Levitt as well. Good to see you in the chat as well, my guy. Um. So, yeah. So, in regards to Casemiro, flip it on you. 
Would you sell Casemiro to Saudi for 100 M's? Oh, 400 M's, yeah. That's that's you're selling a 31 year old for 100 million, absolutely, yes. But if you're asking me in general, like to sell him without that 100 million being the, the question, no, because of I believe Casemiro is one of our best players in our midfield, defensive, one of the best def defensive midfielders in the game as of today, you know, regardless of who's doing their thing, and a much better, much more leader than. Bruno and he's one things you know we need that experience within our team we need someone that's done it being there at the highest level you know to actually help and nurture some of these players who haven't done it at all we need that customer so I wouldn't sell him in general but if you offered me 100 million for 31 year old right now I will sell him and bring in someone else that's probably going to be way better than him or at his level that has got the potential to go past his level like for example if we was quoted 17 million for true many to bring in, you know, to replace Casemiro for 70 million, then I will do that. I'll be honest with you. Do you dream him as a true or many, you know? I'm just, we, we, yeah, can, we can, yeah, hell of a dream, I'm gonna, We can dream. We can dream. As a Manchester United fan, all we you, do you, is you dream. Might, you, you Martin Luther Spice over there. Yeah, you know, bro. No. We're my United fan. We've been dreaming for 10 years, bro. I've been, been, yeah, we've, we've, we've been dreaming and it's been a nightmare. That's what it's been for the past 10 years. That's what it's been. It's been a nightmare. That's what it is. The glazers has been out Freddy Krueger, you know? Yeah. And and in regards to it for a hundred for a hundred million, yeah, like mm -hmm. yeah, you can hundred M's. That being said, obviously this ties into what I've said about getting rid of everybody and having some actual structure at the football club. Big up to Warrior J, always on job as well. And he says here, um, Paul Mitchell and Dougie Freeman are among the early contenders to be Manchester United's new sporting director. Mm -hmm. Side note, for anyone who's of my age or slightly older or actually knows, is that Dougie Freeman who played? Is that the striker Dougie let's, Freeman? Yeah, he played for Palace. Look. Let me have a look. Is that him? No way is that Dougie Freeman the striker who played. I swear he played for Palace or someone like that. Wait one second. Freeman, let me did. have a look. Dougie Freeman who played for Palace, right? Is that you're talking about, yeah? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, is it? No, he's the current sporting director of Crystal Palace. Jesus, I'm getting on. Yeah, he played for Palace. Please, um, uh, yeah, he played for uh, Palace. It's him. Is, yeah, Douglas Alice Freeman. This is crazy, people. That's how you lot know, yeah? I don't be talking shit. How do I know that? Off the top of the dome. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I told, like, I knew it. As soon as I seen the name, I was like, is that Dougie Freeman who played for Palace? Yeah, I'm looking here because they're saying he's the sporting director currently right now. He is Palace. currently the sporting director at Palace, huh? but let's no disrespect, man. Since this is the things that we're doing again, like being linked to people who ain't done it at the highest level. We're an elite club, you know. We're not here for players, people to run the club who's learning on the job. We already have that in Richard Arnold, John Myrtle, and Darren Fletcher, who's learning in an elite club on the job, doing it for the first time. Yeah, just like when we was linked to a a scout, a scout from uh, the championship team or League One team last week we spoke about it or two weeks ago. It's the same situation here. I don't like these type of news because I want the best of the best. You know, mm -hmm. Dougie Friedman has been at Crystal Palace here, and Crystal Palace to me, you know, one of my local teams, have never been consistent. You know, never been consistent in the Premier League. They sometimes play in a relegation um, fight or sometimes just make it mid mid table just. Just, just underneath, just in the page two, top of page two section of the Premier League. 
But him, in terms of the talents that he's brought into Crystal Palace, yes, he's brought in some. But good looking here, yeah, because they're saying I'm mm-hmm. reading here. This is Wikipedia, mm-hmm. Mike. I'm sorry to cut you off, Gwei and Elise to the to name mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. They're the two. But go on, carry on. They're the biggest two that he's brought in. But go on, carry on. You make carry on making your like, point from. I, I look at what he's done at Crystal Palace. The only good thing about what's come out of Crystal Palace was Elise and Eze. Yeah. In terms of Gray he as well, great. you got throw Gray here as well. Mark Gay as well, coming from yeah. outside from the academy. But apart from that, that's it, flawless man. Let yeah. what is his credentials? Tell me what's his what's his success? You can't tell me his success because he hasn't really succeeded in anything. We don't need to be linked with Crystal Palace staff members. We're only supposed to be linked with the best staff members who, who work at Juventus, who work at Milan, who work at Barcelona, who work at Real Madrid, steal them from Man City, steal them from Arsenal. You know what I mean? Steal them from Borussia Dortmund or PSG. You know, elites of the elites, you know, people who's done it with credentials, who have strong, solid CVs. None of these guys who are just up and coming. We're not up and coming for when you're at the top. And you're like, you know what? Let's give him a chance. We're not yeah, at the top. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean We're not at the top to be giving people chances, like to do it for the first time. No, that's what I mean, stresses me out when I read stuff like this. Like, why are we linked to men like Friedman, Doggy Friedman, ex Palace player, sporting director of Palace? We don't need that shit. The Paul Mitchell is what we need. So you're with the Paul Mitchell one, then? Yeah, that yeah. Like, yeah. I'm with the Paul okay. Mitchell because he's now been there, done oh, it. You know, yeah. Southampton, Tottenham, Monaco, you know, RB Leipzig, you know. Got, was put in charge of the Red Bull franchise as well, you know. Mm. Players who's done it at the highest level and proven and shown their success, not players that, yeah, mediocre teams, yeah. And look at Crystal Palace, yeah. If he was successful, they're a the solid Palace outfit, Bull, yeah. They're a solid mid table team, yeah. yeah they'll be solid, solid. Yeah, that's what they are, Palace, Top, yeah. They're a solid, you know, they'll be team, a yeah. proper strong, solid mid table. They'll be finishing mm. sixth and fifth, and then from there, I can say, okay, there's something there. There's something with this. Oh, so you're saying great. if he had done more, if Palace were doing yeah. better, yeah, like if and, they and, and say they were moving, like say they was top seven, top eight, you look at yeah, it more the and then being and, and just a mid-table talents player. coming through, like you yeah, see, yeah, like, okay, you're like thinking, yeah. yeah, this guy's good, this guy's good, this guy's good. Mm-hmm. Like where they getting their place from? Then I'd be like, yeah. I will entertain it, you know, because he's probably like one of the best up and coming um, sporting directors in, in in Europe or the world, whatever. But he's not. No, that's he's fair. not. That's fair. In regards to it, I, I agree with you. Like, mm-hmm. I like the fact that we're being linked to DMs, or DMs mm-hmm. linked to um, directors of football, sporting mm-hmm. directors. I like that. Should we be aiming higher than Dougie Freeman? I hear your point. Mm-hmm. Like, what has he done at Palace to be in the conversation? And this is my concern in regards to the foolish people we have within the Manchester United hierarchy making these decisions. Why is Dougie Freeman an early contender? What has he done to warrant being on the list like Paul mm. Mitchell even though it was years back has actually done things of that of, has done things of nowhere you go that makes sense why are we not trying to go and get the best in class we have too much too too much too many times we have people learning on the job why are you at Manchester United football learning on the job, job like it's work experience this is Manchester United flawless what are we doing foolishness that's what exactly. it is oh, it's absolute so yeah we'll see but one thing I will say is I like these rumours. These yes, are the type of reports that I do like in regards to a DOF. And if Jim Ratcliffe does get the 25%, even though mm-hmm. it was supposed to happen right now, happen mm-hmm. by now, because they said mm-hmm. by Monday, it's now mm-hmm. Tuesday. If Jim Ratcliffe and Ineos take over and they bring us a DOF, 
Yeah, it's and good signs. Good, I've no, I, that's a great start. Yeah. I go, all right, you man surprised me already because I'm not expecting no difference. So if we do bring in the DOF, that is a great, that is a phenomenal starting point. Mm -hmm. But then we have to kick on and who the D and who the director of football is. Mm -hmm. I'm not really like, I don't like the Dougie Freeman one. Paul Mitchell, yes. Mm -hmm. I like mm -hmm. that. And T.O. back to the whole Saudi Arabia, Casemiro thing. Manchester United will consider cashing in on Casemiro. United's incoming minority owner, Jim Ratcliffe, will lead, who will lead the club's sporting department, is believed to be open to the 31-year-old to help fund an old Trafford rebuild. See, if it's 100 million, I'm with it. Like Paul mm. says here, if it's 30, 40 million, you know, he says if it's 100 million, then cool. But if we're only getting 30 to 40 million for Casemiro, then I'd rather keep him for one more year. That's my thing. Unless it's an astronomical amount, don't sell Casemiro. 30, 40 million, you might as well keep him to help because one, he can still perform to a certain level and two, he can help other players around him. So why would you not keep him around? But if it's 100 million, I'm with it. I am fully with it. But yeah, mm -hmm. I, it would just be like Manchester United to sell him for 30 to 40 million which I think would be foolish. And T.O. says here, billionaire Leon Cooperman has taken a stake in Manchester United. That's from uh, at Delta One. How reliable that source is, I don't know. I have no idea who Leon Who's Cooperman Leon Cooperman? Is. is he the yeah, owner of Mercedes no or something like that? I don't know. You know what? Why, we at, why am I acting like I don't have Google? Give me I know. Time. Even me. I'm going to figure this out. Let me see. Leon Cooperman, see. American investor. Uh, billionaire, American investor. Oh, so he's real. Six in United. Hmm. A former hedge fund manager. So what? Okay. So what does that? So what does that, what does that mean? You're a billionaire. You could have offered more and took hundred percent about. Wait, 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 wait. Is it actually he takes stakes in Manchester United? Okay. Well, is that really done? Saying, That's done. Um, because a lot of stories are saying he's done. Like Bloomberg has taken a late has taken a late stake. That's what it is. So here mm -hmm. we go. It says here, billionaire Leon Cooperman takes stake in Manchester United. Mm -hmm. Billionaire and former hedge fund manager Leon Cooperman has taken a late stake in Manchester United. One second. Yo, the hell, man. Hella cookies and all this nonsense. Ah, oh, they've blocked the article. Give me one second. Oh, come on. Seriously, Bloomberg, yeah, they, bro. You don't yeah, have to do that, man. They've blocked that. They've blocked the article. All right, here we go. What's this? Leon Cooperman, hedge fund manager, um, says Trump belongs in jail. Wow, crazy. <laughs> um, that's, that's, a wild, that's a wild headline. That's a wild headline. Let me see this. I'm actually trying to find this out, people. See what's what. I believe this. Let me type in Manchester United and see what pops up. And you lot continue to run up the likes. We're only at 22 likes. Girls up to 30 likes, man. Like, check, one, two, one, two. Run up the likes, people. Run up the likes. I'm trying to find out about this Leon Cooperman guy. So it says here, I don't know, man. All these articles are being blocked. Why would you not want people to read your article? Yeah, so, exactly. yeah, you gonna you lot are going to have to let me know in the chat. Yeah, let us know, man. Stupid. Let us know in the chat what's going on in regards to it. So what does that mean for Ratcliffe? I have no idea, Paul. <laughs> I don't know. Has he taken it? Is it a part of his stake? Is mm -hmm. it a stake from the Glazers? Is it a stake from another minority like owner or mm -hmm. another minority shareholder? I should add. I don't know. I really don't know. Here we go. Cooperman um, reported a position of just under 1 million shares currently valued at $16.8 million. That is from Bloomberg. Mm. So who knows what this means? Does this change anything? I don't know. I don't know. Look at Ivorian's face. He's as befuddled as I am. I know. What is that supposed to mean? What is that supposed to help us? Yeah? Is that supposed to fund transfers? Sixteen point eight million. Well, why would I hit the news, man? I don't even want to know about this anymore. You know what I mean, flawless man. 
I don't want to hear about this, but one thing I have to say regarding this this Ratcliffe coming in with the 25%, as we were saying before, if he comes in and makes change, drastic changes, immediate changes to upstairs, then I can believe there's something that could happen. That's the only positive in taking this 25%, because we'd rather take this or nothing, isn't it, Flawless? It's either this or just keep the Glazers 100%. I, think, I don't think it makes a difference regardless, to be honest. It could make a potential uh, difference if he because he's getting the control of sporting control and okay. So let's because me and you haven't spoken about yeah, that. Yeah, let's talk what about that, this. What does that mean though? So that what, so for, so for example, when I say yeah. what does that mean? So let's mm-hmm. say for argument's sake, Jim Ratcliffe will mm-hmm. use the DOFs that were reportedly mm-hmm. linked mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Jim Ratcliffe and Ineos want Paul Mitchell. Yes, the Glazers say no. We want Dougie Freeman, who who ends up take who ends up becoming a DOF. Um, that will definitely uh, the sporting control, which is the dog. That how, they have sporting control. So we say in the control. so yeah. this is the point that I'm yeah. making. Yeah, I don't believe mm-hmm. the Glazers have fully relinquished all sporting control. I, I don't believe they've, they've given. Mm-hmm. As, so for instance, like I said, say Jim Ratcliffe and Ineos mm-hmm. won mm-hmm. Paul Mitchell. And they say mm-hmm. no, Dougie Freeman. They have seventy five percent of the club still. Yes, but their their deal from what we've been reading says that they will. Continue look after the commercial side there'll be a free panel which includes joel glazer um there we go go on that that, that other guy what's named jim jim ratsky's right hand man i don't even know his name starts with b chris something yeah don't go know on. his name Brailsford. Bresford, whatever his name is, is I, don't it I don't know I, I have no idea but that would be the free panel running the club joel glazer okay. will... so say they so say they, they those two the guy, Jim Ratcliffe's right-hand man and Jim Ratcliffe agree. Tito O says, yeah, rock, paper, rock, paper, scissors. scissors. Jim Ratcliffe, say Jim Ratcliffe and, and his right-hand man agree, mm-hmm. disagree with Joe Glazer. He still mm-hmm. owns 75%. I'm, what I'm saying is I think he can still overrule them. I think so too. But so again, then what does it matter? It's still the Glazers in charge. Let's though. let's see what the contract says. If the contract says I this take care of sporting sporting yeah. control, does the sporting control mean I hire the director of football, the, the, the sporting side of it, the scouts, the coaches, the manager? You know, do you know what I mean? And also the, the, the sporting director, whatever it is, does that mean I have full control of the sporting operations side? Yes. Because that's why I understand. Or do I have sporting to report control, to you? Or do, I, well, do I have to report to you? Mm-hmm. And twenty five percent doesn't buy much, in my opinion, you know, because still seventy five percent. I'm the out, outright owner of this club. Seventy five percent means I take majority of the vote. You're a minority. When we do vote, your technically your votes doesn't really count. Like, but we'll see how it pans out, in it. But I hope it's that the sporting that control is flawless. That he has control of who will be the CEO of the club. You know, see, but then again, if you are the CEO of the club, yeah, don't doesn't mean that you're involved in the commercial side of the business as well, because you are the chief executive officer. You know, that means you have control um of the commercial side. So it would would the CEO be in conflict? You know, doesn't know who to report to. Would he be confused? I don't know. We'll find out. But and this again, is my I, thing is that's why I don't think too much will change. But go on, carry on. Yeah, well, back to this, about this. Yeah, but on, back to on. that. Sporting control will be sporting director um, in charge of the, the scouting and recruitment team. We are leading that as well. And the analysts and etc. such as the doctors, the medical staff and all that kind of stuff. I'm thinking he'll be dealing with that as well. He's in control of that, including the coaching staff and the manager as well. And the playing, the playing squad as well. So I, I'm, that's what I'm understanding from sporting control because it's the sporting side of the, of the club, right? That involves Again, all of that. Mm-hmm. It involves all of that. But do mm-hmm. they can they overrule him? 
I don't think they've relinquished. They've mm. they've give up twenty five percent. What mm. I'm saying is, we know how the Glazers Glazers are crooks. Mm. I don't think they've they've relinquished that type of power. Where I right, you handle sport inside of mm. things, and we have no say. So, for exa- argument's sake, I've used this example before. Mm. I'll use it again. All right, we need eighty million for this mm. player. Mm-hmm. Who's that coming from? Well, nah, no, no, no. So mm. Jim mm. Ratcliffe and any of say we need mm. eighty million for such and such a player. Now mm. we only got fifty. <laughs> that could happen. Yeah, definitely. So, so who is so then they have seventy five percent. This is why I'm saying it's still mm-hmm. it could still be people. I'm waiting to see. I just don't trust anything. So let's, this is what, DTA settings. Oh, we have anybody to... at this football club, mm-hmm. including Jim Ratcliffe, and he's oh, not even here yet. Go on. We just have to, all we have to hope for. One, what we're waiting for hope? is the statement. Yeah. Is the statement that will come out the club once they've agreed and announced the deal then we'll get a bit of clarity because i know jim ratcliffe will probably speak to the fans i don't know about the glazers because they won't they haven't spoken to us for 17 years apart from when the super league came into to play and everyone went against them that's the only time we heard from them and how they were planning to um to give fan ownership and sell shares um class a and b shares which never happened flawless let's not forget that it never materialized this 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 50, um, 50 plus one percent sh- fan ownership and shares and etc never happened they just talked spoke to just talk the talking but never walked the walk and, and when they went to address the club as well i remember i don't even believe they sent joel glaze or avram i reckon the secretary went there to speak to the manchester united fans and all that kind of stuff. do you remember that time when they arranged um See, all these the times, see, I forgot about because so much it, nonsense gets said. I forgot exactly. about all these like, you're You forgot all about that stuff, you know. This yeah. is why I have this is why I'm skeptical about this situation because mm-hmm. Jess said scary. it here. Mm-hmm. He said, think he thinks both are right. He says if the Glazers want certain guys in certain mm-hmm. roles, Ratcliffe mm-hmm. won't be able to fully operate the sporting side. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, if they don't interfere at all, it's like Levy, because that's how Enoch and Levy mm-hmm. work. I yeah. don't think they are not interfering, is the point I'm making, people. Because but you do know the Glazers really interfere? Because they've they've been known as very silent. Don't really they say interfere. much. They definitely interfere. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the reason why our roof is not fixed. That's them interfering. When <laughs> I say interfere, it's not them stopping people from doing things. It's the fact that nothing gets done. Mm-hmm. How are you the owner of somewhere and, the, and mm-hmm. there's a hole in the roof and that's not solid? Yo, that's on you. That's a health so they don't, inter- they don't interfere in terms of stopping people mm-hmm. from doing things. They just don't do anything. Mm-hmm. The way, how have we been bad for this long? And they don't interact. All the managers we sacked, during their reign, should have been sacked earlier. Probably apart from Moyes, who shouldn't have got the job in the first place. This is the point I'm making. I don't see them relinquishing that much control because then it costs them more money. Because Jim Ratcliffe, if that's the case, and he's on the sporting side of things, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is going to, whatever this amount is, is going to cost X amount, which could mm-hmm. affect their pro- their profits. We'll but see. What we've read, he's, we'll put money aside for, for the, inf- is it the infrastructure of the club? Yeah, but close to 500 million. We'll, yeah, exactly. We'll believe when we see. But what about the playing squad as well? Because that needs to be addressed. Yeah. And you know what's so funny? That leaking route. I, I reckon the like this is not a ten games because if they did, if they would have happened to notice a little wet drop, just jab, land on their on they, their face. But they understand. Yeah, they, they, they understand. They I know. But if there was a ten, they'd be like, yo, what's they've that? they've been here. Yo, the roof been leaking for years. They've yes, bro. Some of, some of it might have might have hit um Joel Glazer's ponytail. You would have probably said, what's that on the back of my neck? Yo, what? Our roof is leaking, you know. If they attended games, they'll probably know about the leaking roof, but they don't, Flawless. They don't, they don't give a shit. They walk their dog they while we're care. playing, they don't, right. care. they don't care. You we're right. just an investment, you know. 
were just an investment. You know, where would they get their money from when they're bored? Simple as. We're just someone, something that they brag about in when they speak to other billionaires. Yeah, we own Manchester United. The biggest side huh? club in the world. You know, making money all the time. That's all they talk about. Nothing about the club. They don't even know who plays for us. That's how bad it is. Like, if That's you ask Joel, naming the starting 11, they won't be able to name anything. No facts. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It is. You lot continue to get your questions in before we close out, people. Continue to get your questions in. Um, we've spoken about obviously Jaden Sancho getting interest from Juventus as well as Borussia Dortmund. Bruno and Casemiro mm -hmm. both mm -hmm. linked away to well, linked with moves to Saudi Arabia, Jim Ratcliffe as well, the whole Ineos situation, as well as the ownership, not the ownership, as well as us being linked to a director of football as well. But Warrior Jay asked earlier, we even got into it, because this is just typical Manchester United, and we've been here nearly an hour and 15 minutes. Manchester United won, Luton Town nil. <laughs> oh my God, let's get the notes up. Uh-huh, back there. Flawless, all I have to say is that I'm worried. I'm really worried about Manchester United, you know, to us. after that game. You know, um, Luton Town, you know, Luton Town, whose who stadium is partly made out of a residential home. You know, we couldn't trash them. We couldn't defeat them in the manner that we thought would be satisfying. You know, a 3-0 or 4-0 win. A 1-0 win transpired um, on Saturday at 3 p.m. against Luton. Where I was just like, think, watching that game, I was, I was really, really like, wow, Luton who can't even pick up points, who are struggling in this league. We're struggling towards them. We're struggling to beat them comfortably, you know. I, there's not much I can say about that game. It's the fact that we got the winning goal, Lindelof got the winning goal, but we were bang average. Bang average, flawless, in the first 45 minutes. Not doing much at all. We was quite boring as well. The only good, I think the only good things were Onana saves. You know, Onana showed himself. That was the yeah, only was person that played well. Maguire, Maguire, Maguire yeah. played well as well in that mm -hmm. game. But in the second half, again, another abysmal performance from Manchester United. I'm worried. This is, has been consistent all the way throughout November till this date, till this day, as LeBron Broman will always say. To this day. It kept me. And I just watched that. I'm just worried. I left that match worried. I'm like, it was awful watch, dreadful. You know, it hurt the eye again. We, at least we got the three wins. But guess what, Flawless? We're the most informed Premier League team. Yeah, in five games. I, I don't know. I yeah. thought that was a joke. I was, I was like, "Are you taking the piss? You, you, you really taking the piss?" And then we will bring out these wonderful feats and stats of Eric Ten Hag being the the, the first the, the the first Manchester United manager to get over fifty yeah. wins in in this amount of games and all that kind of stuff. The highest win ratio, you know. That don't mean nothing, but we move. But bro, but we were in form in the Premier League. We're in form, apparently. The one new wins are taking us places. But guess what, Flores? And if you look at the Premier League table, we're six points behind, six points away from second place. I don't understand. We've yeah, been you know what shit. that shows? I said it yesterday. We have been shit. How bad the Premier League is in terms mm -hmm. of quality. That we're six points off third second or place. second or whatever. We're six yeah. points. Imagine we, imagine we was average. Mm-hmm. Oh, imagine, imagine we were a competent team. Mm -hmm. We could be top of the league right now. Not we saying we win be. the league, people, but we, we should be. be there to capitalize mm -hmm. if the top teams don't do what they're supposed to. But hey, we should be happy where we're at. 
Yeah, but I'm worried though. I'm really, really worried. If we can't do it against like Luton, you. if we're struggling against play, um, the, the, the game before that, losing against Copenhagen as well, and when we have a man down and lose, losing from 2-0 up and cannot manage that game through to the end, I'm extremely worried, man, because it can get worse than this. And I did say it before that we will have to suffer for a while before everything becomes great, you know, especially under this manager, you know. We're going to go through a lot, a lot more pain and hurt, you know. Just get ready for it, you know. Get used to it. How long do you think? Do you think? Do, when do you think he gets sacked? <laughs> Matt, Matt Let's talk about it, because I know, I know, without asking you, because me and I have already having spoke. I know you don't think we get out of the the Champions League group. No, we don't. That. We don't anymore. Stop. So you think very much? Shit, we ain't even spoken about Copenhagen. So we'll get to mm -hmm. that as well, because we ain't even spoke mm -hmm. about that. But what was I gonna say? I know you don't think we get out of the Champions League group. Do you think they could mm -hmm. sack him from that? No, we lose to Galatasaray. No. All right, Because I've seen I've seen Manchester United take the goddamn time when it came to sacking Oli when he when he was supposed to be sacked numerous occasions. And Gary Neville stopped one of those sackings. Even for Jose Mourinho, they, they like to hold it because why? Manchester United Manchester United ownership not sure who the next manager will be. You know, you that's the fact. They're not sure who will be. So if they was to sack Ten Hag right now, they don't have a plan. They're not like Brighton, who will sack a manager within two hours. They've already replaced him because they already, you know, planned this out already. They already saw that this could go this way. Manchester United are not sitting down thinking, okay, who are we going to sign if we was to sack Ten Hag in two or three weeks' time? They're not sitting down and strategizing. So I don't feel like they will sack him. And to be honest with you, what's good sacking another manager, in my opinion? Because it's going to be the same cycle, especially with these players here who I'm sick of. You know, Frohler said, you know, he'll push them all off the cliff. I will drop kick them off all off the kick cliff, bro. Drop kick them with energy, with a run-up as well. Obviously ensuring that I don't fly off with them. But yeah, with these players, I don't trust these players with another manager, Flawless. Not at all, because they will do the same thing. And with this I ownership, I want, first thing I want before Ten Hag is sacked yeah. is a dress upstairs. The ownership situation is a limbo. Yes. Address that first, and then get rid of players. And then, then the manager you can address that later. But right now, although I'm not convinced he can do it under this ownership, but maybe under different ownership, probably can with help and support. It's not easy for those who play football manager. You'll understand that managing Manchester United, getting rid of those deadwoods is not easy. If you got football manager right now, you couldn't even sell Maguire for ten million when you offer him. I'm, I'm not talking shit. I'm not talking shit, flawless. Those who manage Manchester United on football manager know how hard it is to get rid of Deadwoods, you know, and those players. And the standards of Manchester United have really dropped down, even the training facilities. But back to the, to this manager, don't sack him. You know what? Let's ride it out until the end of the season because he did do he did do good last season and he deserved a full season, even though if it means hurt, we're gonna have to go through hurt until the good comes, you know, because maybe it's the players that we need to get rid of first before we get rid of the manager. Yes, I understand all? that. I'm, I'm with all, but go on, yeah, carry on. Yeah, but yes, I understand. This manager does stupidness as well. Yes. He makes mistakes. Yes, Let's I acknowledge that. that. I acknowledge that, bro. But at the same time, I've seen his players for five, six, seven years under various managers. You can't tell me Louis van Gaal, who was a Champions League winner, yeah, is a shit manager, and they couldn't do it under him. You can't tell me Jose Mourinho, who's won two or three Champions League titles, yeah, who's a serial winner, elite manager, they couldn't do it on him. Like he, he's not a rubbish manager, you know. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer is a different story. We don't talk about him and Moyes. They were no, shit. We, we know, yeah, but yeah, they're still yeah. not good enough. Yeah. But then but, they relied on these players, though. Mm -hmm. That's why then, I don't hear it. Like, I agree with you in regards to these players will do this to the next guy. Yeah, so next how guy. about, how about 
the the players how about the next manager and the hierarchy get rid of these players mm-hmm. who's continuing to play these players and people say oh who else have we got well you spent 300 million mm-hmm. so if the squad's still bad that's on you if you spent 300 million and you don't have any good options and your excuses well the squad is bad mm-hmm. you should be sacked off that alone and again, but the, I agree the, with you. but there are there are there are hindrance there are hindrance because the manager wanted to get rid of certain players and the club didn't want to agree sales when the sales of their life 60 million for Scott McTominay flawless and Maguire we're accepting that right and if, if no, no, Harry we Maguire, accepted the bid no we accepted the bid for yeah Maguire, but if Harry but Maguire then, wanted the rest of his money, it was the money you'll give it to him right yeah, we he should have paid him off. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Jaden Sancho shouldn't be here. You know, okay, look if that's at... the case and you're being handicapped to that point, then leave. Resign. Yeah. So I'm, you're, uh, being, so I'm, like, yeah. you're being handcuffed. He's handicapped. At this point. The foundation of him is not there. You know, you're stressing out on getting players. You know, we're always doing things late and we're taking long as well. So, yeah, like there's been hindrance on his side, you know, and the club hasn't helped as well. But back to the players, those players, I, I don't trust them, Flawless. And I want them to be addressed first. And I want the ownership as well to be addressed. Then the players. And then the manager last. Because then we will truly know whether the manager really is capable or not capable. At this moment, people are thinking he's not capable. Even myself, I, I, I'm, I'm in doubts. We're 50-50, me and you. So we're probably leaning to the outside more nowadays, you know. Wait, leaning we're, outside to what? Say that again? To ETH out. Oh, more, in regards to that, I've already yeah. said he's got to right. go. Yeah. Everyone else got to go. Like, That's, why I'm put... not saying... That's why I'm not here sat in solely saying Ten Hag out. Mm. I'm saying everybody out. Uh, thank you everybody. very much. Everybody. Everyone. What about Kathy? What about the... Bye. What about the... Apart from the canteen staff and the receptionist and the mm. kit, man. That's mm. it. Everybody. Mm. Everyone else, bye. They're the only That's people I'm, I'm saving. That's it's... it. So that's what I'm saying. Like anyone can get it right now. But like I said before, there is it's not it's it's, it's not all on Eric Tonog, it's not all his fault. It, there is a lot of folks to be blamed all over the place, you know. It's not just him, it's him as well, and him and him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Multiple. There's, there's, there's so, definitely yeah. multiple. Mm-hmm. And to Soto Mayor, who says he only gets sacked uh, after Sir Jim takes over, sadly. Big up to my guy Ed in the mm-hmm. cut as well. And he goes and say Glaze is definitely slimy enough to palm this off and sacking the manager. To any of they probs wouldn't want the negative PR from sacking another no, manager. Got the only thing, brother, man. Yeah, the only thing I think the Glazers care about is mm-hmm. the money. Mm-hmm. Lettles get knocked out of the Champions League. Mm-hmm. I think he's gone. Mm-hmm. I said two, I've, I've said I've two moments. It's either if we, if we get knocked out of the Champions League mm-hmm. or on the flip side, we get packed in by Liverpool. They're the two things. And I could see that. And they'll be close to they'll be close together as well. So I don't see it happening. The reason why someone mentioned Bayern Munich, the reason why I don't think we'll sack the manager after the Bayern Munich game, because I believe, is it Liverpool straight after? And you're not going to sack Ooh. a manager before a away trip to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he's gone, people. He's not making it to... Um, I say, I don't think he's making it to 2024. That's what yeah, it is. Big up talking ball as well. And then when he's gone, the question is who? What, we bring back Oli again to be caretaker manager for until the end of the season? Another bring me a DOF. Fragment, you know? What are we doing? What are we doing? What Bring me a DOF. That's what I want. I'm saying. Bring me a DOF. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Bring us, a, bring us a Bring us a competent DOF. Not just say yes. DOF. A competent yeah, elite yeah. DOF. A quality DOF. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Same way if I said, bring me a midfielder. Mm-hmm. Quality midfielder, of course. So mm-hmm. I get your point. So Logical says, from right now, how does Manchester United get top five? Manchester United are not getting top five. Because we don't have a top five team. We don't. It's only one way. Win your We're not getting top five. We should be, we are we we are capable if we got mm-hmm. the right people in place. We would have been capable, I should say, because this league is not good because we're currently sat six. Mm-hmm. 
Flawless, do you see better of Manchester United once all the injuries are back? No. No. See? Actually, no. I tell a lie. Mm. I think we're better, but I don't think we're better to the point people think we're making. I don't think it makes a significant difference. Mm. Will we be better once Casemiro's back, Martinez is back? Yes. Who's scoring the goals? Our biggest issue for those that, and this is the crazy part because people mm. keep mentioning this injuries things. Mm-hmm. Our biggest issue is scoring goals. We have many issues on the football pitch. Scoring goals is the biggest issue we have. We've scored 13 league goals in 12 games. Mm-hmm. Are Casemiro and Martinez going to significantly help that? No. Will they help, help us going forward? Yes. Martinez in terms of um, pushing the ball through the lines. Also Casemiro in terms of going forward. They are not transforming us. We need to be transformed. We need a significant difference going forward. Mm-hmm. Who's scoring for? Who's creating and who's scoring? Don't worry, I'll wait. No one's scoring. Our strikers only got one goal in between them in what? the Premier League. What are we talking one about? Goal. We, one goal. One goal. Like, who's trying to... So that's why I don't hear this about... Will we improve defensively? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think when we, Martinez is back, I'll, I think Luke Shaw as a centre-back. Mm-hmm. My last year, mm-hmm. like, I can see Casemiro, I can see those players helping us from a defensive mm-hmm. standpoint. Mm-hmm. But offensively, who... Who's coming none. back to help us? None, none. It's not all our be attackers now. are there. By by Casemiro, who adds to the attack because he's our best attacking midfielder. Who's he's great? Got he's got the most goals. He's got the That's why I don't hear this in regards. And to Tio, who says, "Why would your owners even think about sacking Ten Hag? You're the most informed team in the league. <laughs> Remember, your owners only probably only look at results and form. You didn't hear what I said, Tio, because you know what they care about most: money." It's a money grab. And if Manchester United go out of the Champions League, that hits their pockets. That's why I think they'll sack him. Because that Champions League money is different. Would they, first, would they even know when we get knocked out of the Champions League? Yes. You, they know, even know. you, know, when you know when they'll know? When they see what? that, wow, there's, there's something missing on the income sheet. That's when they'll know. <laughs> When oh, yeah, the that, Champions League match day revenue. Yes, when they get that sheet and it's like, hey, something's missing. There's X amount missing, right? No match day revenue, no TV mm-hmm. revenue. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, we need to look into this. They care about when it hits their pockets. That's when they'll know. Will they know when we get knocked out of the Champions League? Probably not until they see that 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 missing thing on the, sheet, on the income sheet. And they're like, damn, what's this? Mm-hmm. Oh, we got knocked out of the Champions Hey, we need to sort this out. <laughs> let, let us go Europa or go out of Europe altogether and they see that money get I don't know what it is let's say it's half let their money get half say they was getting 80 million for mm-hmm. um, Manchester United being in the next round of the Champions League for example mm-hmm. let's say I'm mm-hmm. just not saying that's it we're playing that out let yeah, that drop yeah. to 40 mm-hmm. imagine you working imagine you're an owner or certain and you're supposed to get 80 million and you get 40 you might go in there and start slapping people true you might turn out owner. to be Franklin Staint and just go on your uncle, turn to your uncle, bro. Turn on your uncle yeah. and all that stuff, you know? Like, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Shit, did I just, what's it called? If I just blocked someone who was on accident, let me know in the chat. I just seen this I, click undo. I don't think I did. The only person I was blocked was the other guy earlier on. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, him talking rubbish. But yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully I didn't block anyone. If it was, it was on accident. Let me know in the chat, people. I'm not seeing it. I don't think I did anyway. Let me have a look. No, I don't think I did. Let me have a look. Now nah, we good. But yeah, in regards to it, it's ownership, man, it's about, we know what the Glazers are like. And that's why I'm looking at the champs. I'm looking at the champs. Or oh, if it gets really bad, the same way we got embarrassed by City, embarrassed mm-hmm. by, by Liverpool, mm-hmm. then yeah. embarrassed by Watford. They was like, all right, enough's enough. We conceded what? Four, five, and two. 
So we can see that 11 goals over three games and then it was mm. like enough's enough with Oli. So that's mm. where it's at. Um, you lot, final few questions. We're going to close out in the next five to 10 minutes or so. Again, make sure you subscribe to Ivorian's channel. The link is in the title, Red United TV. Click the link. It opens up a new tab, people, and you can subscribe to his channel. So do that right now. Go run up his numbers, run up his numbers on Twitch, run up his numbers on all his socials as well. Oh, yeah, we've, I forgot another thing we forgot. Typical. Mm -hmm. Ma mm -hmm. Non-Manchester United, Harry Maguire running his mouth again. What did he say? Oh, did you not see it? Someone put the, the his quotes in the comments. Someone, someone give me the quote. I know he's been fighting for his position. He's running his, running his mouth something. talking about he feels vindicated staying at Manchester United and how he's playing well and all types of nonsense. Oh, it's like, really? Vindicated? Yeah. I'm just more so, did you not, were you not a part of a defence that conceded four goals to Copenhagen? Of course yeah, you he weren't was. at fault, but you was a part of the defence. Again, self-awareness is in the bin, man. And this is the situation that we're going to be facing because because we would want to see the back of Harry Maguire regardless if he's playing well so far in January. But he'll probably justify and say that, I told you I'm not the problem. Look at me. We're playing well. We're winning games. You know, we hardly lose when I play. You know, you remember him? He said we hardly lose when we play, when he played, but we've been losing flawless when he's been playing. So you get me? And he's going to use that as an excuse to stay. And you don't know, get mistaken, people. Mm -hmm. He's been, he has been, sorry to cut you off, he has been playing well. Plod it, but just don't say anything publicly. But do you know what? That also shows me lack of accountability. You're yeah. saying that being vindicated, but you've been playing shit. Have you not acknowledged the fact that you've been playing shit previously and you feel vindicated, bullied, attacked, you know, scapegoated, like you never play shit? This is what I don't understand. Lack of accountability. Like, Maguire thought, I told before, Maguire's been seen leave, living, you know. He probably goes to bed to his wife and says, I can't believe I get paid £190 to play football. I'm shit. I wish you got football. paid £190. Yeah. Nah, he's still living as well. well is, he on what's his, is he on £190? £190,000. No, £190, yeah, I think he's about close to that. Is it? That's close crazy. to £200K. Like, living. Manchester United captain. Former captain before. Like, I don't think he should come out with that. In my yeah, personal just, opinion. Just be quiet. Because he's playing well. The thing is, people, don't get him mistaken. He is currently mm. playing well. And yeah. he has been playing well over the past few weeks. Cool. Continue the form. But mm -hmm. well, man just want to do up this. But mm -hmm. then when you're criticised, it's unfair and it's... No, 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 no. You can't no, say what yeah. you want to say publicly. And then when mm -hmm. you get criticised, no, no, no. And don't don't talk when we're, when we're beating teams that don't mean anything to us, you know. I will understand if you, if you were scoring the winning goal against them in a Man City derby recently and you scored that winning goal against Arsenal, you know, and we were sitting second, close to first place, you know. And you scored a winning goal again in Copenhagen that we just lost to. If you was doing that while I was winning, then come and talk all that talk. And then I won't say anything. I'd be like, you know what, Fares, my man's been leading the team, scoring winning goals, you know, performing exceptionally, you know, last minute tackles, last ditch tackles, balls over the, the line, you know, all that kind of stuff, saving us against Haaland, which he never did. If he was doing that, have that talk, you know. If you've got six goals to your name as a centre-back right now, then have that talk. But you don't. You don't. Just because you scored the winning header two weeks ago against Copenhagen in the Champions League, you have all this talk. Just because you got man the match two weeks ago in the, in the first time in God knows how long, you're having all this talk. This is this is what I mean about Manchester United players. Ego. Ego. Facts and just to clarify, Corey B, my bad. I did that was an accident. I timed you out by accident. You should be unhidden right now. That was mm -hmm. accident. I did that on my phone. Sorry, my guy. Mm -hmm. Much, much, mm -hmm. much apologies, my because you're a member and you're here on a regular. That was completely an accident. I didn't know you should be unhidden right now.
So yeah, yeah, that was on me. I knew I had someone on accident. So yeah, you should be back. Corey, big up to you, man. My apologies, my apologies. It was an accident. Um, Ed says, Maguire has been fortunate that the teams we face play to his strengths. He's better mm. off being quiet because once we start mm. taking on teams that will capitalise on his weaknesses. For That's it. We played mm. Sheffield United, Fulham, mm -hmm. Burnley, Copenhagen twice. Luton. We're playing good sides, Luton Town. Mm. Just your form's good. You're actually getting, you was actually getting praise and rightfully so because you was performing mm. to a good standard. Mm -hmm. And now, why have you put the spotlight back on you? Just let your form do the talking. Mm -hmm. Because you have been underperforming for years. Right, let's not act like you've had a good season here. You've been underperforming for years. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. I'll be doing too much, man. Like, just... Ah, it's, anything else you want to add, Ivorian, before we close out? Uh, I just hope that... Um, regarding Jaden Sancho, you know, I, I'm still, fingers crossed, that they can resolve the situation. Because I don't want to see... I was just going to get my final thoughts. I don't want to see him gone like that, you know, even though I'm a bit stubborn and I think that he should be sold. But I really and truly, my, my, down in my heart, I don't want this to be this story of this pathway of another failed expensive transfer. You know, I want successful expensive transfers. You know, everyone that we signed for over a, a huge amount of money hasn't been successful. And I really wanted this one to work out. And then going to Bruno Fernandez, my final thoughts on that is I would welcome that 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 sell if it has to be 100 million, you know. Would um and then Maguire needs to shut up. Just shut up, man. Just shut up. Let your football do the talking right now. Yes, you've had a few games, but this is not the time to talk. Just shut up and focus on it, man. But big up to everyone as well, man. It's been one fabulous show as well. Yeah, man. Always, mm -hmm. man. Always. Um, I've already let them know. Again, Corey B, my bad. Like I said, mm -hmm. timed you out by accident. But let them know where they can find you, what you got mm -hmm. coming up, all that good stuff. Don't forget, people. I've already channel, Reg United TV. The link is in the title. It's also underneath in the description of this live stream and every other live stream and on the featured channel page as well. But yeah, let them know what you got coming up, where they can find you, all that good stuff. Yeah, I'm live this Thursday at 5 p.m. And I've got some short, I'm thinking of releasing some short um, news clips as well for okay. this week because obviously it's this international break. Um, and we don't, I don't resume until um, Manchester United's kickball in their next game. So that'll be the next watch along. But yeah, we subscribe to Red United TV on YouTube and subscribe to Red United TV on Twitch or whatever. Follow Red United TV on Twitch or Rumble, Kick, and follow Red United TV one on Instagram. And if you want to follow me personally, I've run on the school spice for the Twitter and also for the Instagram. But yes, and if you want me to follow you back, just message me and I'll follow you back. There you go. Hey, love to everyone who has locked in. Big up. Um, don't forget, I'm at 7.30 p.m. people. There will be a fan calling show. We're back on the Sarcasm City TV Twitch. So fan calling show, people. Fan calling show. Um what was he going to say? Yeah, fan calling show. So we're back on the Sarcasm City TV Twitch. That's open for anybody to call in. And all the kick content, so all of the Premier League watch-alongs, Champions League, FA Cup, NBA watch-alongs, NFL, boxing, Formula One, all of those shows will all be back on the Sarcasm City. Members Q&A is all back on the Sarcasm City TV Twitch. Rajat, big up to you. Uh, we're back tonight, midnight UK time, people. In regards to Sarcasm City TV, midnight UK time, we're back. The Manchester United Liverpool show. Um, the kick's still there, Warrior J, but we're back over to the Twitch. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, everyone re-download the Twitch app. 7.30pm, um, like I said, 7.30pm, we will be back. Um 
on the Twitch for the fan call in show, people. Fan call in show, and then Sarcasm City TV Gaming YouTube channel, Pro Clubs, running that back 9 p.m. UK time. So make sure you subscribe to the Sarcasm City TV Gaming YouTube channel as well. So much content, people. So that's 7:30 p.m. on the Twitch. Fan calling show, that's UK time. 9 p.m. on the Sarcasm City TV Gaming YouTube channel. Both links are in the comment section and underneath in the description. And then following that, midnight back here for the Manchester United Liverpool show. Check out the upcoming live stream schedule. Make sure you check out the Twitch schedule as well, because that lets you know Twitch you can do a schedule on. It's not a light kick, so very similar to YouTube. But love to everyone that has locked in. It's, this is going to send you to the United Liverpool show anyway, so just hit the like button on there. Hit the notification bell. Warrior J, Raja, uh, T.O., Sheik, Corey B, everyone, all the regulars, all the new people, all the watchers, all the silent watchers, big up. And before we close out, don't forget, this show and all the shows on the channel are available on audio-only platforms as well, people. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast, type in Sarcasm City TV and the shows will pop up. So here's with the follow on Spotify, Sarcasm City TV, iTunes, Apple Podcast, all you iPhone users, five star us, leave us a review. Same with SoundCloud as well. And to Banjo, who says, enjoyed your content, even if I'm a Liverpool fan. Much appreciated, man. Always good to get praise from rival fans. And that being said, Banjo, if you can, make sure you're here midnight, UK time. Make sure you're here because it's the United Liverpool show. So we have Liverpool representatives on. But this has been the Mandem United podcast live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Big up for tuning in.